peace to the planet. What up? What up? Um, man, this was an impromptu episode. Uh, the other episode that I had ready was uh basically Trump. He had one in Iowa and uh one by a landslide, even though they said that's the lowest voter turnout. That's what Democrat uh media came out and said, but he won by a landslide, and this is a place that he was not popular with. I think Ted Cruz won in twenty sixteen. This is a place he was not popular. Um and he pulled off with the W uh I think at fifty two percent. Don't quote me. Um, Ron DeSantis was at 22%. I think Nikki Haley was at third, and Vivek was at fourth. Vivek dropped out the race after Iowa. Um, and then Ron DeSantis, Ronnie D out of Florida, he dropped out this morning. Um, that's what made me do the episode. So he dropped out. Uh, why I'm doing the episode? I'm doing the episode because the pacing and the facts of the other episode is not... Accurate today Even though it was when I recorded it Today is not accurate um, He dropped out, it changes everything um, Right now It is Nikki Haley versus Trump um, I think she's going to lose I have, I have, I don't know why she's Continuing to do this um, If she knows what's good for her She'll just drop out And um, give it up to Trump At that point, endorse Trump and then we'll have election between Trump and Biden part two. Um, that's what I think that should happen. If I was her, that's what I would do. It just makes more sense. You're not going to win against Trump. You're not going to win the fan base. You're not going to win America at this point. Um, it's not that you're not capable of winning America. Uh, it's just right now in the year 2024, um, it's Trump or nothing at this point. Um, and we saw something similar in 2020 with Biden. Uh, even me, I was voting for Bernie at that time. And I don't know where Kamala Harris, she she dropped out and endorsed uh, Biden. Then Bernie dropped out and endorsed Biden. That was crazy um, because that was the complaint from the DNC last time was that Bernie didn't drop out fast enough for Hillary Clinton. And therefore... The votes were still split. Hillary didn't have enough buy-in time with the with the public because they were still hopeful that Bernie was going to win the nominee at that point. Um, and as you know, it was Hillary that won the nomination, and then she went on to lose the election to Donald Trump. Um, that's what happened. That's the facts. And I think now, because of that, I think... Candidates are dropping out a lot early. I mean, look, I mean, look at this guy, Trump. He didn't even show up for a debate. Not one debate he showed up for. Um, I thought he was going to at least show up to one. He he didn't show up to any. Um, I could understand why he don't want to show up. He was the president. He felt like, yo, there's nothing I could prove at this point. Um, and then he did do interviews where those Interviews were good for his campaign because it questioned a lot of the rhetoric and a lot of the things that he believed in, in his previous administration. It pretty much put it out there like, hey, do you still believe in this? And um, I thought that that was a great job by going to people like Tucker Carlson. Tucker just got fired from uh, Fox News. So it was great. Even and you know, what's crazy. He did it during the first 
uh, debate. So I thought that that was great. But having the president get nominated without showing up to a debate is crazy. I, I don't know. We're definitely in a different time in politics. Um, I used to hear people say that. And I used to be like, yo, bro, do you got Trump derangement syndrome? Like, why are you saying that? Why does everybody keep saying that this is a different time? Um, I just think that the way social media is, the way media works today, like there's multiple media source, there's podcasts, there's just YouTube shows. There's, I mean, it's so many non-traditional media sources out there. And these guys are going, I mean, for Vivek to go from, having 0% in the polls to being at 7% is pretty crazy. Um, it's a success, right? And then he doing it only going to podcasts, right? And I think he did go to a few uh, mainstream media places, but for the most part, he came and he was birthed from podcasts. Um, I think that was a pretty good job. And if he was a Democrat, I don't see any doubt in my mind. I don't have any doubt in my mind that this man... Wouldn't be president for Democrats Like he wouldn't be Sorry Get the nomination for Democrat I don't have I don't have no doubt on my mind He's basically like a Barack Obama Um Vivek is a real smart guy And um It's bright for him Whatever he does Even if Trump put him In a cabinet seat Whatever the fuck This guy does Is gonna do He's gonna do great Um And that's just me Objectively speaking Uh This year is a very important year We got 40 elections this year um, the world can change in a heartbeat. It can change in a heartbeat. It only takes so much for this world to change. Um, you're going to see a lot of nonsense going uh, around the world this year. This is the most important year there is because countries are legitimately fighting for their lives. Um, for not only for the, a new world and a new government and, and freedom, they're fighting for fucking all type of resources they're fighting for greed they're fighting for power i mean this year is so crazy 40 different countries are going through an election this year this year is extremely important and we're going to see a lot of weird shit right we've seen um the gangs in ecuador take over the news stations um you see a lot of wars going on all around the world um, you see the Houthis fighting with the UK and America uh, Navy, right? You see the Navy fighting with the Houthis in Yemen. You see Iran um, and Palestine fighting. You see, I mean, it's wars going all over. You still got Ukraine and um, Russia still fighting each other. You still got um, Palestine and Israel still fighting each other. There's wars all around. This I'm pretty sure it's more wars than that going on that we just don't know. Um, it's a lot of shit going on. Whether it's the Jewish people in the in the tunnels in New York City, um, there's a lot of shit going on. People blocking traffic. People are upset. Civil unrest. There's a lot of things going on. And I will like to say this, right? On a serious note, if you're voting this year, and this goes out to my American people, seriously, if you're voting this year, you should be voting for three things. Three things. You should be voting for the economy, right? You should be voting for the politics when it comes to war, policies, the way how we're doing, what's happening war-wise. We should be, that's, that's 
That should be number two. And number three, the migrants at the border. Those are the three issues that we should be, when it comes to who's going to be the next president, that's what it should be on. Nothing else. I don't want to hear, oh, Trumpito is a racist. Oh, this is happening. That's happening. No, listen. We should be voting on three things. The economy. How you're dealing with inflation. Has the interest rates killed you? What's your car payment is like? What's your mortgage is like? Can you afford a house? Can you afford to start a family? All my people that's in their late 20s. Can you afford to have a child if you wanted to? Right? Um, These things matter. Right? Can you go on dates without fucking getting your pockets broken into? Um, Are you keeping your head above water financially? What's going on with your finance? These are things that you have to pay attention to. Right? Very important. Because... People don't understand the reason why our birth rate is declining, our marriage rate, our divorce rate is spike. It's finance. Finance is extremely important. And the fact that our sitting president or the DNC period, okay, I understand fucking Joe Biden is a fucking corpse at this time. I, I get it. He's a he's not even he's suffering from dementia. I, I get it, right? I'm not even gonna mention him. Just say the Democrats, period. The AOCs, the Kamala Harris, every the fact that there's nothing talking about the fact that we have fatherless homes within the community or the fact that a lot of people are the divorce rate is is increasing. The fact that no one's talking about these things and how it's tied into economics, how meeting a woman is tied into economics. I mean, this is why previous generation, I'm I, I'm not, if, if you're gay, you're gay. I'm, I'm just saying, meeting a partner, that shit is tied into economics. And I think the fact that our country is not even mentioning it, it's a big problem, right? Because if you look over across the water, you look at what Korea, Korea is paying young people to fucking date and have sex, right? Japan is doing the same thing. Because at the end of the day, China, China's concerned about their birth rate. At the end of the day, we have to put more children out there. Why is black people still at 13% when it comes to the population? We're not having children enough. That is an issue, right? That means, and also, I mean, when it comes to black people, we're the we're the poorest, the poorest community in America at a net worth of $35,000. That's the median income um, that a black person has. It's just the reality of it, right? Let me not lose my point, is that we have an economic crisis in this country, whether it's the inflation, uh, the unemployment rate, whatever it is, we're dealing with economical warfare that we have never had under a previous administration, whether it's Trump or uh, Barack Obama, George Bush. We're dealing with economic crisis I think if I was the economist, I would say 1981. We our economy mirrors 1981. And if you don't remember 1981, which most of my listeners don't, in 81, the interest rates was so fucking high. I mean, our government coming out of Carter, disgusting. Disgusting. Our economy was disgusting. Carter was a good guy, but it just his Economical policies were disgusting. Um, and we we pay for it. We pay for it. 
um, full and full. And I think that's what we're dealing with when it comes to Biden. Is He's not really worried. It's kind of like Carter. Carter wasn't worried about shit like that. He was worried about being a nice guy. Biden's not worried about the economy, but the economy is deeply rooted and it's affecting us. Um, my second thing, um, the wars. The wars is horrible, right? We thought that we were going to bleed Russia dry, right? Today, Russia is the number one economical source in Europe today. Number one, they have all the oil, right? What's going on in the Middle East when it comes to the Palestine thing in, in, in the Gaza and everything, the whole oil right now is being disrupted. You know who got oil right now? Fucking Russia. So the same people we cut off two years ago or a year ago, now they're the fucking big willy out here. They doing their thing. That lets you know this shit moves real quick. So Russia is doing their thing. That's what wars do. And we can't afford, we've been giving billions of dollars to Ukraine to hold up this proxy war. We cannot afford any more wars. We cannot afford, and that's one thing I can say that Trump did as president. He didn't get us in no wars. He actually ended wars. It was no wars under Trumpito. No wars, period. He got us out of every fucking conflict that we was in. He got us out of it. Every single one. Under Biden, we have been at constant war since he took over. Constant fucking war. We've been killing people. We've been aiding people to be killed. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. We need a ceasefire now. It's fucking disgusting. If you if if you are sitting around right now and you watching this shit go down, you're not saying nothing. You're a part of the problem. Now, I'm not saying that you should get up like these fucking liberal pink hair motherfuckers and... Sit in the middle of the street I'm not saying that But for you to not Take that into account When you vote That we are really Hurting right now With all these Fucking conflicts That we in What is doing our To our economy Is, is fucking nasty Right And my third thing The migrant Crisis At the border I mean If I was a terrorist Right now That's how I'd be Coming in America I would be Dropping them off in Mexico, and I'll tell them, "Hey, yo, I'll pay. I'll pay the fucking cartels to put them with the group and get them through America, and then I will wage fucking domestic terrorism all throughout the United States. That's how I will put them in the United States. Do it just like that, because our border is fucking wide open. People just walking. Every, I mean, come on, I've." The other day I was walking down the street and I saw a fucking migrant with a Biden and a Kamala shirt on. It's disgusting. It is fucking disgusting. I asked him, I said, where you get that shirt from? He said, hey, me no speak no English. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, we have to stop it. I know Democrats is hoping to put money in these migrants' pockets so they could vote for them and try to... Democrats, you can't... It's they play a game, and let me tell you this. All politicians play a game, no matter what side of the aisle you on. But Democrats, the way they're playing this migrant border crisis shit is disgusting. When Abbott came to them last year and said, hey, we have a problem. I need you guys' help. Bipartisan. 
We need to get Biden to close the fucking border. They're supposed to send Kamala down to the border to see what the issue is and why there's so many people. Kamala was supposed to go to Venezuela. She's supposed to go to Ecuador. She only went to Venezuela. I did an episode on this, right? I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's in season two, right? I did an episode on Kamala going to the border. And Kamala said, there's not a problem at the border. Governor Abbott said, hey, we have to close the border. They're putting drugs. They're doing all types of shit in the country. And everybody looked at them and said, "Eh, no, it's not that bad. You know, people deserve everybody's fucking immigrants. This is how the country was built. Blah, 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 blah. You know, excuse the fact that the country was built on slaves. But let them tell it the country didn't start getting built to 1920s when the Italians came over. Let them fucking tell it. So they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Abbott, you're just out of control. So Abbott and, and fucking Ronnie D was like, you know what, bitch? We're going to send them to your city. So they send them to Martha Vineyard. They send them to Kamala Harris house. They send them to New York City. And they just dropped them off. And at that point, they was like, yo, what's going on? This is kind of wild, right? No. They kept sending them, right? And instead of Eric Adams coming out saying, you know what? This is not really for us right now. We can't do this. This is out of term. He turns up and says, you know what? This is a sanctuary city. Uh, Kathy Holcomb, the governor of New York, she says it's a sanctuary city. Everybody says it's a sanctuary city. And then Governor Abbott said, you know what? Because, you know, he's paralyzed. Don't even got no legs. So he rolled over to his phone and he said, send them bitches in there. So that it, it's been migrants ever since. There's migrants in California. There's migrants in Denver. There's migrants in New York. There's migrants in D.C. They're everywhere. They're every fucking where. And these people, they, they don't do shit. They sit on the ground. Migrants are what white people think black people are. These people just lay their asses on the ground, on their fucking cell phones, just just listening to fucking Spanish music and YouTube and shit. And that's all they fucking do. And they just stay there. And they don't do it. And these are age-fighting men. These aren't women. Because the women, let me tell you what the women are doing. The women are in the trains. They're selling fucking candy. They're selling fucking pussy. That's what the women are doing. They're fucking working. Meanwhile, these grown-ass men, these grown-ass men that don't speak no English, don't speak nothing, don't even fucking try. They don't even try to fucking speak English. Look, at least the bitches pull out their phones and get on Google Translate. See, I don't got a problem with the women because they're actually fucking trying to work that fucking pussy. But meanwhile, the dudes are sitting on their ass. These are age-fighting men that should be fighting for the military, that should be fighting for their rights. But yet, they, they took the easy road, they left their home, they left their grandmothers and their mothers back home, and they came here, and they're laying on the floor in the middle of Chicago somewhere in the freezing fucking cold, asking for a handout. See, that's our political problem. The, the Democrat Party, and this is where I split when it comes to them, the Democrat Party is using the migrants in order to get funding from the Biden administration. Instead of sending their asses back across the border, they're saying, you know what, yeah, they're bad, it's a, it's a crisis, we can't fund anymore because they want 
millions of dollars from Biden. They want Biden to cut them a check so these migrants could get housed. So therefore, because they don't take that much to house, they'll house them in some type of old fucking building and then they'll take the rest of the money and then they'll stuff their fucking pockets with it. That is the truth. That is the truth. See, guys, if you're not voting based off those three things, if you're not voting based on those issues, then you're part of the problem. If you're not voting, I mean, think about it. You're Economics is it, it, it is the reason why your family is in the position it's in. If you have better economics, if you have better economical policy, it should be those three things. And that should be what we ask the president. Hey, Mr. President. Boom. Hey, Donald Trump. Boom. What are you going to do about the migrants? And then we, we, we depend on the answer that they give. What can you promise you're going to do about the migrants? And then if they give the answer that's right, then we should vote on that. That nothing else. Hey, hey, Biden, what are you going to do to fix the economy? I don't want to hear nothing about no fucking student loans. I don't want to hear nothing about that shit because the people that he's giving student loans for are people who's been paying on a fucking student loan for the last 10 years. And it was already in the student loan forgiveness program. So what about the young people that you promised, right, that you activated? You activated the group, the age from 22 to 27, the ones who are straight out of college, who got debt. You activated them. You politically activated them by promising them to get student loans off. Whatever happened to that? It got blocked by the Supreme Court. And ever since then, every two weeks, there's a report coming out. Oh, Biden Biden excused five billion. Biden excused two billion. But the truth is, the billions that he's excusing are people that's fucking boomers that's been paying on fucking credit or or paying for the last ten years. They're fucking old people. They're not young people. Young people not benefited from this. But that was one thing that the young people he used to activate the young people to vote for him. This is the shit I'm talking about. It should be addressed. It. It should be addressed it and it should be communicated what's going on in this country. So, yes, yes, Ronnie D decided to drop out of the election this year. He decided to drop out. He says he's going to focus on being um, governor of Florida, and that's fine. He should. He should because he came off as a racist to appease to the MAGA fan base. Now you got to fix those relations. You broke a lot of relationships, fam. You got to fix that now. Um the look, look, look. We don't know what the future may be, you heard? We don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if we doing the right thing by having Trumpito run again. And I don't know, maybe he's gonna save the country. Who knows? At this point, I am so apathetic towards the process. I feel like the Democrats, they was foolish for running the way they ran last time to overthrow him out of the government. That was foolish. I felt like y'all should have let him be president four more years. Let him get his shit off four more years. He can't run after that. Now we dealing with somebody for the next 12 years. Now we dealing with 12 years worth of Trump policies and politics within this country. And you did that for what? When you could have just let him win last time, regroup, rebrand your party, and really bring in people who are diverse. African-American men, Asian-American men, gay men, women, etc. 
really diverse your party to what it actually looked like. And let me tell you this. I'm not going to let Republicans get off the handle either. Republicans need to do better with how they're messaging their policies and their ideas because they're constantly looking racist and nobody wants to question them. No, is why aren't Republicans on TikTok? Do you feel like you that good that you can't be on TikTok? Like, come on, B. Come on. Like, yeah, you can't make this shit up. Aren't y'all tired of being the most racist party? Aren't y'all tired of coming off bad? Something's got to fucking give, man. Something's got to give. Y'all party look like y'all real racist, B. Look very, very, very racist. I'm not going to hold you. It's almost... Let me tell you this. It might be right now, in this country, it might be the best party to vote for right now is the Republican. But you can't even say this shit because it sounds so fucking racist. It sounds like you saying, yo, I'm about to vote for the party that say nigga. I'm about to vote for... I'm about to vote for the whiteies that say nigga. That's what it sounds like when you say I'm I'm voting Republican. And that don't even represent the Republican Party. But the Republican Party is so stuck in their ways, they don't even want to communicate that. Yo, I'm out of here, man. Peace.